0: You, are, you now are now listening, listening to, to the unmistakable, 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 sound unmistakable sound of the Wolves.
1: What do we need to see from this upcoming season from this team to get us to a place where the stellar? You know, there are a lot of people just kind of going back to a lot of conversations that happened with uh, Caleb Williams, right, and his transfer destination of why would Caleb Williams even want to come to Auburn outside of what the ridiculous NIL asks that he was having, right? Like why would a guy who could literally have his pick of any school in the country, um, go and play for Auburn university at quarterback? What have we shown that would make him want to come here? Like same thing for any of these other high profile, um, offensive players outside of the running back position, um, or even offensive linemen, right? Like a lot of the, the big-name offensive linemen in the portal, they weren't giving Auburn a, a serious look. What things do we need to show in this season to get to a place where a guy on the offensive side of the ball says, I've got one year to make it happen. Auburn's the place I'm going to go do that. What do we right. need to see happen this season? I'll start with you, uh, B. We've got to get the guys drafted.
0: That's what I was saying earlier. Like we We wouldn't see it between September and December We'd see it the following May. We'd hear about it when they started putting out drafts, and they had guys who were unheard of from Auburn going first and second round. That's what will do it. There are play, there are play teams that never win their conference. Like you think about Iowa. All right. If I'm a tight end, um, didn't George did George Kittle go to Iowa? Yes. Okay. So George Kittle, who's probably actually uh, an android. Plays football and and throws grown men around all the time. And he's one of the most pivotal tight ends for the offense that he plays in across the entire NFL. And he went to Iowa. And Iowa has a a a continual habit of churning out these players because they're stuck in 1980s football. But there are players and, and prospects who actually like that type of football. They want to be brought up in that football. They want to be maximize their potential in that type of football and they're going to go to the league and dominate, or at least be very productive, it doesn't matter that Iowa doesn't win anything. Iowa doesn't win anything. And they are terrible to watch. Nobody wants to see them. You're not going to win. You're not going to go to the the, the playoff at Iowa. But you know what you are going to do? You're going to go to the league. Prepared to play the type of football that the, the NFL wants you to play. And that is enough to get... Very good tight end prospects to go to Iowa and offensive line prospects. That is what we have to do. That's that's how you step around. Oh well, you're not gonna you're gonna come here and win for championships. If you can't sell that, get me to the league. Right. Get me to the league. Okay, I'm not gonna get rings. I'm not gonna get uh, my face all over everything. I'm not gonna be a Heisman candidate. But can you get me to the league? Because a ten year NFL career is worth infinitely more than a two Final Four appearances in football. It just is that's what it is. So that's your workaround. We've got to get guys who are here who were unheralded or unmentioned when it came to mock drafts. By the end of the season, they have played their way and we have developed them into draft picks. Yeah, it doesn't have to start with first round draft picks. You know what? Get guys who were unheard of, get them in the sixth round. Get them going in the fifth round. And after that, make sure their names are sticking and they're sticking past that first contract. Now, it looks like then I have prepared as coach harson coach harson has prepared guys to be productive for long term in the nfl that is the best thing you can do and i get we won't get those long-term results here this year but get some names mentioned in the draft and get them drafted that's how you get
1: players going huh all right i'll come here for you and give it a shot because you're gonna get me to the lead let's go all right so mike is 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 that do you agree with b will number one and is that enough for auburn fans We've got yeah. a lot of players going to the NFL, so Parsons yeah, doing a good job of developing our program.
2: Yeah, I think that you cannot have guys going to the NFL and not point back to the development of our football team, particularly in our league. So if you've got a guy's—I mean, I don't know. I don't, is there an example of a team in the SEC consistently putting guys in the NFL but losing? Kentucky.
0: They not, have not really. great offensive t- offensive line talent. They actually are known for developing offensive linemen.
1: But well, they're not and losing.
0: They're not losing, but they're not winning anything. They're kind of, they're
2: kind of on the upswing. I mean, they're not a losing. Well, that's. What, I mean, that's my
1: point. Is that can you be Kentucky at Auburn? Yeah, and you, people be okay with that. You can next year. This year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You could be a nine year, and three year four. Like, so yeah. year year four, five of Brian Harson is he going to continue to be able to be a Kentucky type of
2: no? Program? No, you need to have an SEC West title at the very least by that time,
1: right? I agree.
2: You need to have an SEC championship game uh, appearance at the very least, um, and even that might not be it, depending on how the other years went. But you need to show steady improvement that culminates in your consistently competing for that West title and you need to be giving Bama a run for their money. You need to start beating your rivals. So like, again, if we're putting guys in the NFL, I, 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 to me, that is, cause we have not been, let's be clear. We have not been putting guys in the NFL at a high rate. Right. No, we haven't. Uh, not comparatively speaking to the talent that we were bringing in based on how they were rated. Right. The least amount of NFL prospects, for a team bringing in average top 10 recruiting classes over the, since 2013 Un- insane amount of underdevelopment going on so if you are now bringing in uh uh talent and you are developing that talent and they're making it to the next level i think that that i don't think that we can be we would continue to be in that mid kind of range You know, if you've got that kind of talent, the only reason you're not winning is because coaching is holding them back. So let's say maybe you're developing the guys, but the the on-the-field decisions aren't great. Mm -hmm. Kind of how B talks about like, you know, hey, Saban's great at getting the players and coaching them up, but as far as X's and O's are concerned, (laughs) right? Maybe a little mid there. It just doesn't matter because he overcompensates in one area. So they can overcome his lack of on-the-field prowess because the talent is so good. They're so good at everything else. Um, That's essentially where we can be, I think, is is that, you know, get the guys. And it's not about stars. It's not about stars because even the guys putting those stars on those players miss a lot of times. How many five-star players never turn out to be anything? Right. If you're Alabama, you're not going after a guy just because he's a five-star player. Your staff is still doing their own evaluation of that player's talent and deciding whether the original evaluation of him as a five-star was correct and whether he's a good fit for your team. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right? Um, And, you know, that's it. That's the bottom line. The bottom line is you can... B, you can, you can develop. You can develop talent, and you can put guys in the NFL, and that should attract more talent. You start to build a, a good name in the pro ranks as well, too. And that stuff gets around, man. These parents, uh, you know, in talking to them, they're, they're connected. Yeah. They know yeah. guys at the pro level. They, they're hearing, you know, they're getting recommendations from, 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 from people about whether a program is a good fit for their kid or not. And we just need to develop a reputation for what B is talking about. If we can, I do think it will be enough because I think that that will equal more wins. Mm -hmm. More wins versus Georgia and and LSU and Alabama Mm -hmm. and hopefully an SEC title. So I agree with B. I just think, think that if we do all that, how can it not? I mean, it would just be really unlucky if it did not culminate to... Some level of success. On so, the yeah, it just has to, right? Like, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not sure there are a ton of examples of guys putting legit pro prospects in the league, but not, you know, finding any kind of success.